Consequence Podcast Network. Borahe, Iconic Army. Borahe. All right. So I am back from my vacation. I was out of town. I was visiting Banff National Park in Alberta, Canada. It was a really gorgeous trip. It was so much fun. But we pre-recorded a couple episodes for you guys while we're, we were away. And now we are back together and we've gotten so much festa content over the past month Mm -hmm. yeah so that's what we're going to be talking about today all of the festa celebrations and they've all officially ended now as of like this past weekend yeah so we're here to reflect on all of it with you guys yeah and we're still celebrating so we're still celebrating yeah Yeah. like we had to kind of catch up on all the content right so anyways we're going to be getting into all of that with you all today very excited too Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Thomas, founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. All right. Today we're going to hang out for about an hour and talk about all of the Festa content. We're going to spend a good amount of time talking about like Take Two, that live performance, some of their family photos, Mm -hmm. some of the individual videos and performances we got to. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, really just the highlights for for us as we soaked it all in. Mm -hmm. Before we get into today's episode, we want to say thanks Iconics for being here and for all of your support. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our episode documents, our monthly virtual iconic hangouts, and our sound checks, please consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Our next iconic hangout has been moved to June 26th, so if you didn't come last Monday, you didn't miss it, we moved it to the 26th, so we'll see you all in a couple days. Yeah. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes, but any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you all for being here. Yes, thank you. Happy Pride Month once again, and this month of June, we are choosing to support Family Equality, which is an organization that fights for a world where everyone can experience the unconditional love and belonging of a family. Their mission is to ensure that everyone has the freedom to find, form, and sustain their families by advancing equality for the LGBTQ plus community, and it's really a great foundation to protect the rights of those individuals and their families, and it also helps those seeking to start their own family to get resources and support in order to do so. So it's a really great cause, really passionate about it. To support or to learn more, go to familyequality.org. All right, so BTS's FESTA project for ARMY this year, let's just talk about how they had this 
AFBF10 mm-hmm. hashtag that they had going on. Mm-hmm. So BTS this year, they really reflected on all of the ways that ARMY has celebrated them in the past by like sending trucks and buying billboards or like subway advertisements, mm-hmm. etc. So BTS decided that they wanted to make sure we are celebrated this year as well. So they sent their thanks to armies all around the world in similar ways, like on billboards and advertisements. You could see it in like Washington, D.C. and mm-hmm. other really major cities around the world, which yeah. I thought was just so sweet and so clever like they I mean, haven't done that so before cool for like mm-hmm. army to walk up and like see this billboard like in their city yeah like, how amazing so so cool yeah so they had come up with the slogan for this campaign afbf tim which is army forever bts forever and then of course it's their 10 year anniversary right so love how army is first and this hashtag and also their purpose in this project is to celebrate army and make us feel special even though it's like their 10 year anniversary but they really wanted to put a lot of focus on army yeah and I think that it was really successful in the way that they did it I loved how they introduced it with like the little like project video that they put out where they were kind of brainstorming over how they came to this AFBF 10 and Mm -hmm. but I think it's just so pure-hearted on their part to like want to celebrate ARMY as much as we're celebrating BTS because as they always say like there's no BTS without ARMY and like Mm -hmm. we've done all of this here together so it's been an amazing 10 years that we should all celebrate and feel celebrated so both of us yeah Yeah. amazing one of our Bethany and my personal favorite things of Festa every year is seeing the family photos Uh like oh just every just seeing the growth seeing them all together the different poses the different outfits the similar poses too like the the reenactments from previous years exactly like yeah you could line them up from you know 2013 to 2023 Mm -hmm. now and just to see it all is just amazing and it's very family photo-esque like it's not like your typical ot7 photo like it's it looks very much like family like on sitting on a couch Mm -hmm. like wearing similar outfits like very very cute Mm -hmm. in past years we've gotten like some really formal ones of like them in suits like very like sitting up straight Mm -hmm. and more stoic you know but these ones like skewed a bit more playful a little bit and lighthearted yeah Yeah, and softer so like a lot of pastels tons of purple I loved all the purple I loved like the purple packages like this physical representation of the gifts that they're giving to army over festa Uh you know all the different performances and you know everything that they are providing to us throughout this entire month so um yeah yeah and they all have long hair (laughs) yes (laughs) because they took all of these photos before Jen enlisted and you know they want to just make sure that all of them were together so that they they really planned this out they really thought it through Mm -hmm. to make sure that it was extra special for army even while they are you know on absence here going to do their enlistment so I love that they have all long hair Mm -hmm. it's all of them together getting these OT7 pictures Mm -hmm. like Jen sweetie Hobie like we miss you both so much my personal favorite photo is the one where they're all kind of nestled in tightly and Jen is in like the bottom middle oh yeah he's just like sweetest right there you know yeah and then J-Hope kind of at the top like over all of them it's like they're Mm -hmm. surrounding them it's so cute so sweet yeah yeah I love the photo where they kind of have like those party blowers I don't know what those are called uh-huh, but then like they party also, poppers and yeah mm-hmm. yeah and they've got the confetti yeah it's a really cute cute yeah. photo of all of them really but yeah, fun yeah love all of the purple <laughs> 
Taeyang with the peace sign. Yeah. I just, yeah, I love the family photos every year. Mm-hmm. Just soaking in just their pure love and joy as brothers mm-hmm. and reflecting on these 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Another thing that we got with Festa that we don't really have too many notes on, but you guys should definitely check it out, is a bunch of dance practice videos. Mm-hmm. They dropped a whole bunch of different dance practice videos throughout the years. And I just... Dance practice videos are some of my favorite videos to Mm -hmm. watch. Um, You get to see them be silly, but you also get to see their diligence when they're actually going in and practicing for their choreography, and you get to see how clean and just in sync they are. Yeah. 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 It was lovely getting like so many dance practice videos. Yeah, I think they dropped like one from every era, and starting with like their debut showcase, like dance break was like the first dance practice video posted. So it was very cool to like see that and then (laughs) watch all the videos in order and see that growth and Mm -hmm. obviously see how amazing they were even from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like we used to really talk about when we first got into them in 2017, like the synchronization in their choreography. Like they were like the masters of just being perfect crisp like every single movement every arm every you know angle everything was but also all the little details you know even like the funny parts of their their Mm. dance practices too like that website dance practice video oh my gosh iconic it's iconic it's so iconic like you're looking at each and every member doing something silly something different like little shirt pulls up at one point you know like all Mm -hmm. those little those little details so I feel like releasing these dance practice videos really is a treat for ARMY. They know that we particularly love the dance practice videos. Definitely, definitely. A great refresher. Thanks for the reminder on those. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Another thing that came out was a live performance of Dear ARMY from Jimin. And so Dear ARMY, of course, is his hidden track on Face. And I feel like like now, like he put that hidden track on there specifically so he could have this live performance for Festa like letter yeah Yeah. like he just wanted the he just wanted it to be out there somewhere so he could perform it Mm -hmm. and so I just love 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 this performance it was such a sweet surprise to get it from him and he looks like an actual angel in the video like he looks so perfect he's really reminding me why I bias him and Mm -hmm. why I biased him from the beginning because like visuals angelic voice angelic like like illuminated yes yeah well he just looks so happy and I think it's also because this performance comes from such a place of love and appreciation and just like gratitude and Mm -hmm. that really comes out of him it's like seeping out of him in it so I just love this performance I think it's so sweet the set is also very gorgeous and I think Kayla you said it reminded you a little bit of the blue and gray set you Mm -hmm. know for the video when they had just like the big windows and all the plants and Mm -hmm. yeah it was a very beautiful very serene Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. So thanks, Jimin, for that performance. Uh-huh. Yeah. We also got a performance from Young, which was Young's Le Jazz de Vie live clip. Mm-hmm. And the moment that this was dropped, I was actually still in Banff, and I'm like, gotta watch. Like, first thing when I woke <laughs> you up... You sent it to me immediately. Yeah, I was like, immediately <laughs> had to watch it. Um, so he's saying, have yourself a little Merry Christmas, and also cheek to cheek, and just... What a crooning king. Like, this style of music really suits him. He clearly really loves it. He's very passionate about it. But his voice suits it so well. Like, his vocals are just so naturally rich and full and warm. And so it's so easy for him to be such a crooner in this way. And I guess... 
we're all melting. Like when he's singing yes. cheek to cheek, like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like he's just so dreamy, but he's also really smiley throughout yeah. the performances. Like you can he tell can't he's, help it. he's really enjoying himself. Yeah. yeah. I know that like watching this, I'm just like, wow, he's so cute. He's so smiley. Like, you know, you can't help but to feel a little giddy watching it. But then I'm like, I cannot believe that this is the same man who performed Run BTS in Busan, you know? Like, really though? Really? <laughs> snarly, like yeah. just like killing the stage. Right. What an artist. Kim Young, yeah, really. Kim Duality. What can talent. he do? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was really great. And I love the live jazz band behind him, the stand up bass, like how he would like vibe out to the jazz band too. Like he would fully turn around and be like looking at them. Uh-huh. And like that was great. Yeah. yeah. And he's saying cheek to cheek with Mina So. And I love like their interaction too. Like it was just like the perfect amount mm-hmm. and how they kind of played off of each other with some of their notes. Yeah. He scats a little bit in the mm-hmm. song, which is just, I don't know. We're all taken to heaven yes. listening to him yes. and his vocals. Yeah. <laughs> it was lovely. It was super amazing. And I totally agree. He has the perfect voice for that crooner style. Mm. So this is I loved it. probably one of my favorite bits of Festa content. Yeah. This I I thought about for cheek to cheek, like how many army can like now have that hit Tay Young's version of Cheek to Cheek right. and dance to it at their wedding. Or like, I mean, what a gift. What, what a gift. gift. Yeah. yeah, for real. So another massive gift that we got was a special episode of Sutruta because it's featuring Jin and they pre-recorded this episode four days before Jin enlisted. Yeah. And so we just feel so blessed that Jin made the time to do it. And I that, know. You know, Yoongi, he was saying in the episode, like how much he begged Jin. He was like, kept hounding him about like, you need to come on, you need to come on. I truly did not expect this to be released. and. Yeah. It, it's so special that Yoongi waited until Festa to release it, you know? I wonder if that was part of how he convinced Jen. Right. was like, hey, we're going to release it as Festa content. I think I think actually he said that, that oh, yeah. that's how they released it, was uh, like, or that's how he convinced him, was like, we'll do it for Festa. Yes. But then he had he had joked that after you go into the military, I can do whatever I want. So, right, like, right, Yeah, yes. but he decided to, <laughs> to wait, yeah. I think, like, they knew we would be missing Jen so much, uh-huh. and we totally are. We are. So, oh, my God. Like, yeah. It was amazing to see him in this episode. And one of the things that we learned is that he's making alcohol during service, that he went and had like a business partner. They put it all together. He brought one of the bottles and that's what they drank. Mm -hmm. And he said that, you know, he's making it to give away to friends and army post-military service. So that's like a project that as he's maturing through military service, this alcohol is, you know, reaching maturation to be consumed. Yeah. So I just think that's kind of like a cool side project that he's doing yeah like a little hobby but also very gen of him yeah just being into like his culinary skills and stuff definitely to be making his own alcohol I think so too yeah something else that they talked about was Jin reminded Yoongi of some advice that he had given him back during the first in the soup in 2020 where he had told Yoongi how he could let go of the stress of the past where in short Jin told him just forget everything the past of the past but 
he literally said, you have so many achievements. What's the point of regretting something that's in the past? And Yoongi reflected with Jin during this episode about how much that helped him and how to this day, he thinks that that was like a mindset switch for him and how he still now does not like ruminate on the past. And it Mm -hmm. just reminded me of amygdala. Very much of amygdala. Yeah. So it seems so timely that, you know, we were literally just talking. We've just finished talking about amygdala last week. And Mm -hmm. then this episode reminded me of it. So yeah. yeah, Interesting. Um, Yes, and I felt like in this episode, too, there were so many little moments of Yoongi being like, remember this time, remember that time? And Mm -hmm. Jin's like, no, or (laughs) I think so. Let me, he's like, I'm not sure. Talk more and then I'll decide. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they also reflected a little bit about being roommates, which was like Mm -hmm. very sweet. Like they loved being roommates and, you know, they obviously have such a strong bond because they have that history together too. I think of them fishing together all the time. Like they're really great brother. Compliment each other so well. Yeah. Yeah. I would say one of the parts of the episode that is the best part is off like kind of off to the side you see this like cameraman like sneaking up and you know taking these wild shots of them and you're like hold up like this is this has got to be something else you know Mm -hmm. and it's j-hope he's like he sneaks in on set and he's pretending to like take photos of them he blocks the camera and it's just oh my gosh little supportive cutie and it's so funny because yoongi like gives like this death glare (laughs) over towards like the cameraman and then he realizes he's like what did he said something like someone's being obnoxious or yeah. annoying or something? He, says, he was like, someone's being annoying over there. And I knew it was either Jungkook or J-Hope. Or J-Hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's just so funny. And it's so sweet to see like J-Hope kind of join in on this Suchwata. And so there's the three of them and they eat and drink and they talk a little bit. And then J-Hope eventually is like, all right, I don't want to bombard. Like I'm going to leave. And then Jen makes some, you know, comment, smart like, comment right. about like, okay, fine. You've already been here for like the whole two thirds of the show yeah (laughs) so funny but it was so cute it was so cute like to have three members Mm -hmm. in one and incredible and that like you know two of those members are members that we haven't seen a lot recently too you know like but it was adorable and of course j-hope also he's wearing that beanie so his ears are doing that super cute thing fold it over yeah Yeah, Yeah. adorable. Mm -hmm. It was the best. Best little surprise there. They also reflected on the astronaut and Jin's performance with Coldplay. And he said he doesn't get nervous until like a few minutes before going on stage in any case. And that he couldn't hear from his like in-ears during the performance. Mm -hmm. And so I know that there was like just this tiny little mess up between him and Chris Martin. But it Mm. ended up being so cute in that performance. Just I loved seeing like the footage of it. And I'm like, wow, I haven't seen this performance since it came it. out yeah. yeah and I just remember how wonderful of a live performance that was of the two of them mm-hmm. and Jen like running down the runway towards Chris Martin like oh my the god joy. oh yeah. just heart bursting yeah oh, amazing I just loved getting to see yeah the performances put in there and then also Jen's comments on it and how much he enjoyed it yeah and how much Yoongi and J-Hope gave him props for like going and flying to Argentina and doing that and spending you know 72 hours of his life like traveling for yeah, this like two for hour to happen yeah event. Yeah. yeah he was so willing to do it mm-hmm. he really wanted to mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
They also talked about the 2018 like fake love promos and and fake love like that came right after love yourself her. It was like Mm -hmm. love yourself her and to love yourself tear and to love yourself answer. It was immediately one after another. Yeah. DNA fake love idol. Yeah. That's what made us feel like as new fans. Oh BTS put out three albums a year. Like we will get used to this you know. Right. Yeah. Right. And so they talked about that mama acceptance speech where Jen became very very honest in that moment of how they had considered disbanding Mm -hmm. and he elaborated on it a little bit more during this episode and he said that they had one and a half days off in three months span like that's fucking insane that's insane imagine like anyone with your job only getting one and a half days off in three months like you I would have a mental breakdown I'd yeah. quit. No, I, I, I said yesterday, I couldn't go two weeks straight without having a day off. Like uh-uh. 14 days in a row would be miserable. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah. Imagine, imagine 35 days in a row, like oh with gosh. a day and a half off. A day and a half, like Insane. a half day, really? Yeah. They were all scoffing at the half day. They were like, oh yeah, remember those half days? Like, what are you going to sleep in? You know, like yeah. the fuck do you do with a half day? Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, so that was like, I mean, I love that he gave us that information because we're always being able to peel back the layers a little bit to their history and like what was really going on on the inside and how they were feeling and what was affecting them. And yeah, it you can know, be hard not to speculate, right? Yeah. You know, when you hear like, oh, we almost disbanded and you're just like, why? Well, what I was mean, causing that's the, that? Yeah, why? Mm-hmm. And so giving this little bit of insight, it's like, wow, they were just worked really, really hard. Mm-hmm. And Jen had made the comment that their company was saying, you know, like, you have to keep up this effort, this level, this pace in order to keep growing and keep yeah. g- gaining fans and to keep the... And they know. acknowledged, too, at the time they wanted to also because they saw that. the payoff. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Jen, Jen was said, like, there's a too. truth to that. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, so they, they fully wanted to do it. It wasn't like the company was forcing them to right. do it, but, like, it was still grueling. Even if you're not forced into it, that's still going to be really freaking hard. Yeah. Um, no downtime, for real. So right. I think it was just nice for them to be able to reflect on that, you know? Yeah. And just like, wow, we really got through that, and now we know that we can do anything, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah because we're never going to be having one and a half days off in three months again. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Well, my biggest takeaways from watching the Sutra with Jin in general were that even after 10 years of working together, BTS still happily and readily work together on projects that excite them Mm -hmm. and they all do it without a single second guess. They're fully excited and, you know, they get there early. They're ready to work to the bone because that's just who they are and the passion that they all still have together. That was really, really reinforced. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. From everything that Yoongi, J-Hope, and Jin said. And their best work comes from when they're really excited Mm -hmm. and really thrilled and all in together. Yeah. And I mean, we've seen that so many times. That's why we're fans. That's why we love them because we see how incredible they are when they all come together in that Mm -hmm. way. Um, Another big takeaway was that Jin, I just love 
who he is as a person. Like he just doesn't let anything get to him too much. He doesn't take life too seriously. And I feel like he is one of those people that are truly going to be able to be young at heart forever and just hold on to like those joys in life. And his youth is never going to go away because it's just who he is on the inside. And so I agree. One of my favorite moments of Jen during it was Yoongi's like being the little sage that he is and he's yo just reminiscing and talking deeply about the past and Jen just randomly talks about how good the food is like he like abruptly interrupts and he's like this is good yeah. you know and just it's so Jen and so yeah. silly and yeah what a treat this mm-hmm. was so special that Yoongi convinced Jen to do this and that Jen like wanted it to be a part of Festa yeah yeah definitely Okay, so let's talk about probably the biggest gift that BTS gave us during Festa, Mm -hmm. which is their newest song, an OT7 song. OT7. Take two. Yes. And with an additional live performance as well. So we're going to talk about the song itself. We're going to talk about the lyrics. We're going to talk a little bit about the live performance as well. Mm -hmm. So... For us, immediately, this song just felt so authentically BTS. Like, it's clear in the lyrics and the production that the seven of them sat down, they did their work how they normally do, and they just brought this all together. Mm -hmm. You know, it feels like one of those songs that wrote themselves, you know, or wrote itself. You really hear it, and the first few chords of the guitar feel so familiar. It almost, you brought up Blue and Gray earlier, it almost reminds me of the Blue and Gray guitar right at the beginning, but it's just so them. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it's super catchy, like it's stuck in my head, I'm constantly singing it, like I was... It really gets stuck in your head. All the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And gosh, the vocal harmonizations are just stunning. And they blow us away the whole time. And then the rap verses are just so serene and comforting. It's just everything that you want in a song like this from BTS. Yeah. 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 Like you were saying, it's authentically BTS. It's like you hear it and you know. It's so so familiar but new, right? (laughs) I don't know what it is, but why is it hearing all three rappers verses together make me emotional? Like I feel like I can't be the only one who just like heard – all three of the rappers together and you're like oh my god when was the la-? I guess because we had Indigo Jack in the Box right. and D- D-Day, D-Day. Mm-hmm. and so it's like oh my gosh they're all on the same song here <laughs> like doing their rap verses and it just was nostalgic uh-huh. and I was reminiscing and I just it makes me so it makes me so happy to hear them all together yeah, on I one agree. track you I know agree. Yeah. yeah. But also hearing Jin's voice makes me teary-eyed too. I guess absence really does make the heart grow fonder because his voice is more moving than ever. And I feel like, of course, I've always really appreciated his vocals. But now having had Jin be in the military, anytime you hear his voice, it's just like, I really hear it. Like it really sticks out now and you just hear his his very unique sound that mm-hmm. he has and the the belting, the high notes, and you just have just a stronger appreciation yeah. for it. Oh, totally. Like hearing his voice in this song is like, mm, that's what I've been he missing. He really belts in this song. He really you know, does. Like, really, Jungkook is like the main vocalist. He really carries BTS's songs. And Jimin has that airy, ethereal voice. It's mm. so gorgeous. And Taeyang, you know, has that like deep soulful. Like, they all are yeah. so, they have their distinct tones and sounds, but Jen's like belting and high notes and passion when mm. he sings. It's just, 
oh man, I have so much appreciation for it. Yeah, I feel like he really put all of that passion into this song too, especially mm-hmm. knowing how long he would have been enlisted by now and how much time and distance he's had away from Army at this point. Like he really wanted us to feel him there mm-hmm. and we feel it. Oh, we I feel f- it. We yes. feel it so much. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. I love his presence here in this song. Yeah. Thank goodness for this OT7 song. Yes, thank goodness. Yeah. So let's get into the the lyrics a little bit. The lyrics, yeah. So in the first verse, we have Jungkook and Jimin. And what really stands out to me in this first verse is when they say, will you stay, will you go? And for me, it's like they're not wanting to lose the love and the connection with ARMY. And they've been told, and like we were just saying earlier, like it's kind of been instilled in them that like they can't stop or else they'll lose it all. They can't lose this momentum. So their fear must be very intense and very real of like losing ARMY. And ARMY isn't just like, it's not like they're losing a fan base. It's like they're losing family. Like they really love ARMY so deeply Mm -hmm. that it's not a fear of like losing popularity. It's a fear of like losing a a genuine connection yeah Yeah. a genuine connection Mm -hmm. yeah 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 Yeah. ah it's it's been hard it's been hard it's been hard but like through things like this like through this song and through what they've done throughout festa it makes us feel connected Mm -hmm. you know and like all of army says like we'll be here you know like we're waiting oh we're, yeah they know go- they, they know, know, that, you we'll, know that we'll stay but you know they still are asking they're these asking. questions mm-hmm. and you know well, of course they wonder yeah, yeah they feel like time is kind of slipping through their hands you know like mm-hmm. there's a lot of time that they they can't control there's things they can't control yeah but, and so they're asking you know will you stay of yeah. course of course then in the pre-chorus Jin says can't you see the take two stories unfolding just for you and this really made me think about like what's to come Mm -hmm. the stories that are going to unfold for us all of the albums and the wonderful music that they still have to give us that they have planned for us post military service and I just feel like there's so much to look forward to in 2025 and beyond. I think so. I really think so. And all of the solo content has been wonderful. All Mm -hmm. of the albums we've gotten so far has just been so great. Even thinking about The Astronaut and just how great that single was. Uh But I know that, and I can't remember who it was, but someone with Big Hit, it was like either a producer or someone who's real... P-Dog. I think you said it was P-Dog. I think it was Mm P-Dog. I just am not entirely sure it was P-Dog, but I feel like it was P-Dog. But he had made a statement to some media source saying, like, we really should be looking forward to when BTS come back together. And so he probably has a a glimpse of what is to come. And I love the mention of, like, take two, like, this this more than just like the second chapter it's yeah. like this take two of bts yeah you know can't you see that this can't is what's ahead yeah. yeah yeah they have lots planned i i feel that i feel it too yeah so in the chorus what i really love too is they say yeah we never felt so young when together and i love that like when bts and army are together like bts really feel like they're taken back to that that time of those days when there's their hit songs were released you know they feel young again like going through their discography mm-hmm. taking them back to their moments of their youth and also just like the energy this youthful energy that they must feel when they're performing yeah. in front of army and right. having the crowd and the energy of army there with them yeah. makes them feel young Ugh. and then of course at the end of the chorus they say along the road we walk together Oh, we young forever. 
And of course, like this is just a callback to like two super iconic songs with BTS, Young Forever and You Never Walk Alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yes. Love it, love it. And just like the sentiment of their youth, mm-hmm. that their youth isn't gone because they have, again, because they it's still there, it's living on through them. And anytime that they sing those songs again, it's right back. Or anytime that they're with ARMY again, they're re-energized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and always walking together with And ARMY. always walking together, yeah. yeah. In the second verse, J-Hope and RM kind of split it up. So J-Hope says, even when the desert becomes the sea, we swim together. Even the lonely whales were singing like them now. So this is a reference to Wallen 52 and the Hidden Track C from their Love Yourself Hurt album. So we just love when both of those symbolisms always come back. Like it's just Mm -hmm. a very BTS army thing. And then RM says, you're my silver lining. Oh, I can always feel you beside me. And to me, this is just, I mean, both of them in their verse are really driving home the point that ARMY is the reason why, where they get their energy and where they get their hope for the future, and as well as their drive to continue and to Mm -hmm. keep going. And it just also reminds us that we're always together and that they feel us with them even in this time apart. Yeah. Just like we do. With the music. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then I want to brush on the pre-chorus one more time because the second time the pre-chorus comes through, the lyrics change a little bit where they say, can't you see the take two letters I didn't send to you? My youth with you. This is the beginning. And so ending that with like, this is the beginning. Like this is the beginning of the rest of their story. Like these first 10 years have been amazing the achievements that they have surmounted are incredible they have a massive wall of trophies yeah they have so many records but these 10 years are just their beginning there Mm -hmm. is so much more coming from them in the future and it just made me reflect even more on the title of take two and you know in filmmaking the take two is you know we're okay we're restarting it's a fresh slate fresh start Mm -hmm. and so this is their take two like they're just they get to hit the ground running and restart clean slate all over again I love the idea of a clean slate for them I feel like that is such a refreshing concept that all of them want and need Mm -hmm. and this part of this pre-chorus here really makes me feel that way that like all the letters I didn't send to you like everything I still want to say right is still yet to come right that I said yet to come yet to come yeah no but like (laughs) you know they still have more to say they say like hey my youth is with you that's what these past 10 years have been, but this is the beginning of something even better. Yeah. You know, this is that take two. This yeah. is that, that second chapter. This is that, that new clean start where mm-hmm. we can show you even more or a different side of us. And I'm really excited to me. It's just a, a more mature BTS, yeah. you know, and a, a BTS that isn't having to grind so hard too, you know? And I think of like, I always have to think of the Beatles, but the Beatles at the very beginning of their career, very busy very busy Mm -hmm. schedule but I feel like their their later music ended up becoming some of my favorite music and some of their music that ended up becoming their biggest hits Mm -hmm. you know things like Hey Jude and that was when they're in their more mature years where they created content very differently they created their music very differently than how they were in their early years Mm -hmm. and so I think it's more expressive and a little bit more unique to 
each and every Beatle member. Sorry, I'm going to be no, but tangent. No, but no, <laughs> no, I love this tangent because BTS have already started doing that with mm-hmm. the release of their solo music and their exploration into like their individuality as solo members of BTS. Yeah. And at the same time, we're really hopeful for what they can continue to make. And yeah. that this time, the military service for them is time that they're able to shed like societal expectations right. or whatever is like has kept them from being able to do exactly what they want and how they want in the past you know like they don't have to live up to because they already have and now they can just take two clean slate it do what they want yeah Yeah. I totally see that only only really good rich things can come from that yeah yeah I'm I'm so excited for that me too me too and you're also saying like this this year for Festa is way different than last where we were last year oh my gosh you know we've had some time to to heal mm-hmm. a little bit from, mm-hmm. from the original news. Like, you know. now we can see the take two. Now we can see. <laughs> if now the song came out last July, yeah. I don't know. I don't, well, yeah. We but, had yet to come. Yeah, we had yet to come. That's yeah. true. We, I mean, but this time last year at Festa, we were sobbing. Just mm-hmm. sobbing, thinking about, like... What this means so fresh, for BTS, you know, what the future holds, what chapter two lots is. Lots of questions. And yeah, yeah, and it was just hard. And now we're like... In the media and all of your oh, friends and family, like, oh, I heard BTS like broke up. Yeah, no! Yes, yeah. right. <laughs> and now it's like BTS are in one of the best places they've ever been. Each member is so happy. Yes. They've released incredible music. They have great plans for the future. Right. And here they are to remind us of it all with this incredible gift of this song to yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Continuing with lyrics. Sorry. It's so like, hard to went on yeah, a tangent yeah. there. Okay. Back um, into it. The bridge. Yoongi has the bridge and there's a little bit of RM and J-Hope. And I just love this kind of call, call and response type of play here with the rap line. So Shuga says, it was possible because I was with you. And then Namjoon says, I was happy being with you. And J-Hope says, I breathe in your voice. And then Yoongi wraps his bridge here. He said, I stood up with your tears. Do I deserve your love? The intersection of souls we've created over the years. I'm so grateful and happy to be with you. Let's continue to be happy in the future. Mm. And I just feel like we're getting this strong gratitude from all three of the rappers for army yeah their love for army i just think it's so powerful when sugar says like do i deserve your love he just feels so unbelievably grateful and happy to have us here mm-hmm. and oh, gosh during the live performance when yoongi is rapping this part he like hits his chest over his heart and you see jungkook right there doing right it too doing like he's thing. really feeling it we're yeah. all feeling it mm-hmm. you know it really it's there's so much emotion and Mm. truthfulness behind it when he raps it yeah these are for this whole song I feel like these are lyrics that can come from all of them these distinct rap verses you know have more of the rap hand in it but I feel like each of the vocalists also feel these same things and want to express that too so like it was really cool seeing the live performance and seeing Jungkook being so affected by the lyrics too like yes we feel it too yeah Yeah. he's like do I deserve your love you know like he really feels it too Yeah, yeah definitely yeah Let's talk a little bit about the live performance. Yeah, yeah. it was posted on 613. Mm-hmm. So like their actual anniversary day is when they released this video, which I think is just so perfect because for one, it's great to have an OT7 song, but to be able to see them perform together, like the fact that they recorded this with Jen before he left yeah. is so, so special. And we are so incredibly grateful for, yes. for it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
what a gift. Like I know I already said it, but mm-hmm. really that they plan so far in advance to be able to do this. Like I have to say the first time I watched this performance, I cried, mm-hmm. I teared up. And then I would just like was crying because just seeing Jin and hearing Jin. And I mean, all of the vocalists, like their voices are so beautiful and the vocal harmonies going on, like Jimin and Young at the beginning, Jimin and Jin at the end. Just oh yeah. Incredible. Beautiful. I mean, it really made, me so emotional and like mm-hmm. watching it with the like the captions on so you can see the lyrics at the oh, same no. time while they're Sob delivering fest. it I just <laughs> could not stop crying but yeah. I was so appreciative and so grateful and I just couldn't stop reflecting on how much I love them how uh-huh. much like joy they've brought me and how grateful I am to know their music and yeah. to like be a fan of them and that just seeing them perform and just them being so genuinely happy after all this time together Mm -hmm. like I just loved the performance I did too I was right there with you yeah oh it's a very emotional watch yeah (laughs) it really is it really is yeah Yeah. all right love take two love love it so much I really enjoy it yeah yeah just oh it you know it's so bts Mm -hmm. all all the way through Yeah. yeah yeah every component of it every moment yeah so the last thing that BTS did for us here during Festa was the fireworks show. Yeah. Very, very cool event that they put on. This was the finale of Festa. And talk about what a fucking finale. For real. Yeah, this was not any ordinary fireworks show, let mm. me tell ya. So it took place at the Han River Park in Seoul, and there was approximately 400,000 people that gathered at the event. And then another 6.3 million people watching the live stream. Wow. So, so many armies there to to see this fireworks show. Um, there they also had exhibits of like their costumes and sculptures and just BTS history. Something that I kept seeing like on Twitter is some other idols like were either at Hive or just like around Seoul. And while they were doing like Weverse Lives or V Lives or whatever, like you could hear fireworks in the background. <laughs> and like some of the some of the other idols were like looking out their windows, like, oh my gosh, look at all these fireworks. And it was that, I mean, that's just, like, how epic and, like, just long. It was a really long fireworks show. Yeah. And just, it was so theatrical. Like, so many fireworks. Yeah. It was a beautiful show yeah. itself. Like, huge, massive. And, I mean, I just... I mean, how much it affected like the city of the Seoul. The whole city. I can't imagine like a private company in the United States putting on a fireworks show of like that size. No. Like for yeah. a celebration yeah. like this. Like this ever. is not like a Fourth of July fireworks show, no. like grand finale. Like times that by twenty. Yeah, this is huge. Yeah, this is like fireworks synchronized with BTS's music over a long period of time yes. you know like in the middle of downtown in the middle on of the downtown, han river like over the han river yeah. like there were people out on boats like i'm like that are they cool. even are they even army like i would if you were just like living in seoul and you, you had a boat like, like, oh, fireworks show. good for you right but like why not like right. why not just take your boat out and watch this fireworks show yeah it was very cool. It was very, very cool. Yeah. Earlier in the day before it like got dark and the fireworks show itself started, like when they had the park open and army were exploring the, like what you were talking about, the exhibits and everything. Mm-hmm. They also had this event where RM was hosting a live event where it wasn't 
like everybody didn't get to get in, but it was a pretty sizable crowd that was able to be there and they would play BTS performances or music videos and RM would kind of narrate or MC. He also read letters from ARMY and mm-hmm. then he took two calls. Jungkook called in and Young called in. And when Young called in, he was like, he had literally just woken up. So he was like super deep voice, sexy, grumbly, oh like sleepy. It was amazing. <laughs> Jimin also called in with like a quiz for army that was really fucking hard like yeah. he was like if you guys know these answers then you're stalkers like that's what up. namjoon said oh yeah that's what namjoon said <laughs> right Jimin was serious about it <laughs> like you're a saucing <laughs> no but okay but about namjoon they were really difficult questions they were though. insane questions yeah. yeah like we don't even know them yeah. to be honest and we're crazy so but anyways <laughs> i just i love to see namjoon host this event mm-hmm. i felt like he looked so happy like Mm -hmm. truly just at peace I I feel like I haven't seen him in this mood in so long and I really thought it was so special that he was the one who hosted it yeah as the leader yeah as the one who started Bangtan who the group was formed around you know it's like all seven of them can't be there for that event but he's the one and he's the perfect one to be right. it was really sentimental when he read notes from army it really seemed like an act of love that he did that. yes like he, really like did, he did and army. we know that he's about to enlist yeah. so like for him to make sure that this was like one of the last things that he did before doing that like for sure and it had to be a lot of work that's what i'm thinking to do that yeah, was, and he's also sitting up there on stage in this himself. little like on air section yes by himself while like performances and videos are playing yeah. like he has to like kind of like be dancing and Mm -hmm. not like be awkward or ever like space out at all like Mm -hmm. he had to be on the whole time you know something else that's just really awesome is that he performed persona and he performed wildflower and i just love Mm -hmm. that he did these two songs i i I think that these are two very namjoon songs to do i don't Uh, know that they're two festa-y songs to do but it's like he's there performing by himself so what is he gonna do i think wildflower is perfect because just of the lyrics and and the fireworks yeah, yeah yeah i think it was fitting for the fireworks display For me, I think that these songs are very fitting for him as he's about to enlist, Mm -hmm. you know, just like this last little end cap of like, here's who I am and where I'm at and Mm -hmm. I'm at peace and now I'm going to go enlist. That's what it really, really felt like. That's what it felt like too. He looked very happy. I think so too. Um, So I love seeing him host that event and I think that he did a phenomenal job. I I'm grateful to that. Yeah. Yeah. So if any of you guys missed the fireworks show, I would highly recommend trying to watch videos of it online or like just Twitter. You can you know, see the videos. whole display on YouTube for sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because the fireworks show really, it was synchronized and like choreographed to BTS's songs, you know, like I don't know if chore- choreographed is I the think right so, word, yeah. but it just, it was so perfectly timed and the fireworks that they chose were just so perfect for each of the songs for the feel of the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool seeing like DNA, like our first comeback song and like yeah. that song set to fireworks was really awesome. Yeah. And I remember seeing like fake love and like the end of fake love, how it's so graceful and all of the yeah. members are like grabbing onto each other slowly. Uh-huh. It had this like 
this like falling kind of like weeping willow Mm -hmm. type of firework that Mm -hmm. just I was like whoa that is perfect for fake love Mm. or what about during butterfly (gasps) oh my god it was like the butterfly wings literally like the wings wings of (sighs) a butterfly from fireworks beautiful yes yes it was an amazing show like we kept raving the whole time like I can't believe whoever choreographed this yeah Yeah. we're like who put this together (laughs) for a moment I was like are they like setting off the fireworks and you're like no it's definitely a computer I'm like yeah you're right (laughs) like I feel so silly for thinking that like a hundred people running around down there with (laughs) torches you know (laughs) (laughs) no no Like, no way they could have practiced that. You yeah, know? right. <laughs> it would take practice. Yeah. But the last song of the whole fireworks show was Take Two. And yeah. what an epic firework finale. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Take Two performance was like huge, like pink, purple, massive fireworks taking up the entire sky. Yeah. Like the biggest display that they had, that we had seen the entire, the entire night. Mm-hmm. And of course it was like the whole time we were kind of like, what's the last song going to be? Of course it was Take Two. Yeah. But what a epic and perfect way to end the finale yeah yeah overall thoughts of festa i just think it's so special that they they really went out of their way to make sure that they had festa content for us when they were when they were gone yeah or not able to all be together yeah it was really thoughtful and j-hope had made the comment of like we hope that you see our efforts on this you know we know it's not going to be exactly like previous festas mm-hmm. but you know, we're really trying yeah and oh. you can see it and hobie stop hobie too <laughs> uh we really see it like yeah. i very much feel their effort i feel the love i feel close to them i feel the connection you know, 10 years 10 years that's a long freaking time mm-hmm. Oh, such a long time, man. And I know that we reflected a little bit about when we came in as fans and mm-hmm. when we joined the fandom and we felt like we were late to the game. But, you know, I also am like so grateful of the time in which we came in and started yeah. to support them as fans. Yeah. Like I felt like it was perfect. It was perfect. I mean, it was when yeah. we were meant to find them. Yeah. And I wouldn't change it for anything. I'm so glad that we found them when we did. Me too, yeah. Yeah. I'm just so proud of them Me for too. 10 years. I remember when they hit seven years and on the podcast, we've reflected how big of a deal that was because it's a rarity in K-pop for a K-pop group to make it, make it to seven years right? and to re-sign a contract. But BTS were like one of the few that made it to that point and that uh-huh. actually did. And speaking of contracts, mm-hmm. not to interrupt here, but didn't mm-hmm. BTS like they did? They resigned their contract to twenty thirty four. Whoa, mm-hmm. 2034. Yep, they did. <gasps> oh, they man. Did. Doesn't that just secure your little army heart? It makes like- <laughs> me so happy. There's nothing to worry about with BTS. Yeah. They are not only, almost by the end of this year, all of them will be successful soloists, but they're also an incredible boy band who still loves each other and, and enjoy working together. I think they're going to be in a better place, mm-hmm. right? I think so, yeah, too. Th- I think what? so. They needed a clean slate, a fresh start. I take two. <sighs> take yeah. two. Yeah, so so proud of them. Mm-hmm. So happy to have celebrated 10 years with them and so grateful to be ARMY. Yep. And uh, we will always be ARMY. Always. AFBF10. AFBFTN. AFBF. Yeah. <laughs> AFBF. ARMY forever, Bantan forever. You know it. Right. Yeah. 
Okay, well, we hope that you guys enjoyed Festa as well, and we really want to catch up with y'all on Monday at the Iconic Hangout and chit-chat about Festa together and hear all of your thoughts as well. You can also always like DM us on Instagram or Twitter or send us an email. Uh, we want to send a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP Iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Holly, Meg, Rachel, and Robin. Thank you guys so much for yes. all of your support. Thank if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know reach out to us and you can find links for all of the things in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts bts